Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's up, Nines? It is Wednesday, February 26th, 2014. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye, on Blazing Rye Backstage. And at this moment, I'd like to welcome the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan, how are you, sir? Good. How are you, Mane? Hey! Doing all right, Mane. Hey! Um, what's up, man? How are you doing? Not much, dude. What's going on? I'm I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Uh, so. Uh, I just want to got to get this uh, got to say something about this. Do you remember my um, my neighbor from New Haven, Joe? He had the wife and the kids. Yes, I remember those guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I, I found out he uh, passed away. I believe it was last night, and um, I just wanted to uh, say my thoughts are are with his family. Um, and uh, that that I just heard the news today. It was really shocking. I had no idea he was even sick or anything. I'm not sure exactly what happened. Um, but, you know, he uh, and I um, had very different, uh, you know, political ideologies and that sort of thing. And it just kind of uh, made me think today about how uh, I feel like a lot of people waste a lot of time uh, by holding certain grudges or, um, n- you know, not connecting with their friends or their family for years and years. And uh, it's just not, it's not worth it because uh, when it came down to it, although, you know, maybe uh, we didn't see eye to eye on, on everything, uh, the uh, the love vastly outweighed the uh, ideology, which is quite trivial in the end when you look at it. And I think about kind of the friends that I have. And, I, you know, some of my best friends uh, certainly see things a different way, you being one of them and, uh, you know, my friends Nick, Zach, et cetera. Uh, and I just, you know, wanted to say to, to everyone to kind of just let go of that because in the end it's uh, – it's it, it's really I mean this guy t- taught me how to drive basically he was a key factor in teaching me how to drive and uh, he you know drove he drove us up to Syracuse me and my mom up to Syracuse uh, went with Candy at the time and um, you know stuck around uh, and that, he came up a couple times and you know it was like the kind of guy who would do anything for me. 
um, just because we were friends. Uh, and so I just, you know, wanted to extend my condolences to his family and uh, just say to you, uh, Weeks, that, I, you know, regardless of online Weeks and uh, the arguments we've gotten in and the fact you lied about where you went to school for a year and a half and all these trivial things, uh, I'm so glad that uh, our friendship has endured through it. I love you, buddy, and I appreciate you. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's, it's tough, man. Like, I, this, this was uh, very shocking news today. Um, but I just wanted to uh, say that, you know, I'm glad our friendship has remained strong. Um, and because in the end, all the other stuff is, is pretty meaningless. No, I agree. I uh, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I sorry about to hear about your friend and uh, your neighbor and um, you know I I couldn't say it better myself. I, I totally agree and um, you know all the differences about politics and just life in general. I mean that stuff when you get older becomes a big deal. I don't know why, but um. You know, when you're, you're a kid and you're going to high school, you don't really give a crap about any of that stuff. And, um, you know, and we've always been friends through that, and we've always found, found like, the hilarity of the situations and uh, always trying to be funny and, and lighthearted. But, you know, we, we're we like that because I think we're good people and, uh, you know, and we're good friends, too. So I think that's why we see a lot of common ground, and that's how progress is made, I think, in the world. Um there's not people like that and kind of relationships like that, then nothing ever gets done, you know. And uh, sometimes we see that kind of climate, climate like that. And uh, not, whether it's politics or anything else, just uh, your views on life and whatnot, I think, you know, life is short. And uh, to make big deals out of small things, it's just, you know, you're living kind of a sad life. And it's uh, too short to really make big deals out of the small, trivial things, like you said. And, you know, I definitely appreciate the uh, friendship that you give to me, and I think you're a great person, and I am honored to be your friend, really. And um, um, I think you're, you're just, you know, we've and we've developed over time, and I think that's what a friendship really has to do um, through disagreements, through differences of opinion, because if we're always saying yes, 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 that's not really a friendship. That's just uh, <laughs> like a gang, you know, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and I appreciate the friendship, man. I think uh, you're a great guy. You are definitely one of my best friends, and uh, you know, we're gonna keep this bus rolling until the wheels fall off. <laughs> and that reminds <laughs> me, I knew that I appreciate that, and I knew that there was something I was forgetting uh, to say uh, at the end there. But uh, I look forward to this hour every week more than any other hour. So thank you for uh, riding riding along with me. No, I agree, man. I look forward to this hour as well. You know, if if not to, uh, you know, make a radio show, more importantly, to just talk to you, man. I think this is a way to, you know, keep in touch and to uh, kind of get, keep ourselves updated and uh, keep connected. I think this is like wonderful uh, all around. <laughs> and hopefully a couple <laughs> people get some laughs out of it. Uh, That's speaking right. of, uh, we uh, the only thing I ask is uh, tonight that, you know, we uh, we don't hold back. We have some laughs. We tell some jokes. Uh, what do you say we do a fucking show? Let's fucking do it. Do a live. 
<laughs> we'll do it live. What does that mean? <laughs> to play us out. Oh, where does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, w- w- tell me, um, uh, well, first of all, if, if anyone has any problems out there that they want to discuss with the Dr. Drew of the Internet, Jonathan Weeks, <laughs> otherwise known as the Great City Playboy slash Jamiroquai, <laughs> please call in 917-388-4131. That's 917-388-4131 and press 1 so I know you want to talk. And as I always say, John Weeks, don't I always say this? I say, call in with your issues and we'll give you some tissues. <laughs> you, can. you always say that. I've never said that before, but I thought it was, I made it up tonight, and I, thought, I was like, I'm going to use that. Uh, I like that, so, actually. So what are you, what, what you going to do this, this weekend coming? Oh, my God, this weekend coming sucks. Um, I'm going to be, because I took a whole week off, so this weekend coming, I'm going to be mostly working, earning some credit time so I can take another week off sometime down the road. And <laughs> So I'm mostly just working, and it's like a video game. It's really funny. Whenever they introduce, like, credit time or overtime, it's just like, you've got to catch them all. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> Wait, you you go fishing for credits at work? Like a Pokemon? <laughs> no, I, got a, I put in extra hours over the weekend, uh, in addition to my regular work week, to get credit hours. You can earn, in my department, up to 24 hours. It's just three days, so. but um, It's just for yeah, days? So it's, it's just uh, just three days. So some departments... Oh. <laughs> I know the patent trademark office, you could work up to, I think, three months of credit time and take a whole three months off. Jesus, that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. That's why I believe my department is the lowest in worker morale and uh, patent trademark office is the highest, I think. <laughs> well, I hear you on the first part of that shit. Um, but <laughs> the... You mentioned you took a week off. That's why your dump ass uh, couldn't make it last week. And let me tell you that Fogarty was not happy. <laughs> I apologize to you and Fogarty and all the, uh, the listeners out there. I was terrible. First of all, I, I told you last minute. Second of all, I don't know what I was doing. I, I you know, it was just a, a maniac weekend, but it was, uh, week, but it was a great week. It was like the best week. I've ever had, like in terms of uh, wow, doing, doing stuff. Yeah, what'd you do? Well, I mean, I started off. I just came into Connecticut and went straight to Mohegan Sun. I saw, you know, your favorite band, the Kings of Leon. Oh God, uh huh. <laughs> there's there's something we we disagree on as well. <laughs> <laughs> they put on a great show. Uh, I saw mm-hmm. my friends all throughout the week. I. Uh, Got some business done. I saw my family. I was a family. I mean, nothing better than that. I'd rather be doing that than even going to the Caribbean or whatnot. And then um, was able to do a music video. I guess I was uh, I was asked to uh, be in my friend's music video. So what? We kind of did. Oh, yeah, we kind of did that. What? Featherman? No, no. <laughs> or, or no, not Chris. No, not Chris Featherman. Too hot for TV. It's uh. Josh Harper, Josh Harper, Josh Harper, Josh Harper. Oh, okay. And he has a, a rap, a budding rap career, correct? Well, no, he has a, an R&B career. He's a singer. He sings. Oh my! Well, what? What now? <laughs> I thought I just misheard you when you said you were in a music video. What could you possibly do in an R&B uh, music video? <laughs> 
<laughs> I was, uh, well, you know, first of all, I, you know, shout out to Josh Harper, shout out to Character Heroes, which is where we did the music video. It's a kind of a newest, you know, uh, bar in New Haven. It's on Crown Street, mm-hmm. and uh, all they do is karaoke. So that was amazing. Oh. All I was doing was standing around, uh, faking drinking, like some alcoholic beverage, and slapping high fives to my friends. That's basically all I So you were a background actor? Yes, that's what I, I said. Yes, that's what I was, yes. And what were you? what was in the cup that you, if it wasn't alcohol? I think it was Diet Coke. <sighs> Gross, bro. Yeah, but it was it was fun to see because, I mean, when I first saw it, you know, just to be honest, it was like crap. I mean, like what, you had the production team there, um, and there were like six of them running around, and I didn't know what they were doing. Uh, I thought this video was really disorganized and everything like that, but then I saw the preview of it. It looked amazing. It looked like a theatrical release. You were just like praising it. And then you just started insulting it terribly, and then you praised it again. I'm very confused if this was a good experience or not. This was uh, it was a learning experience. It was fun. It was very fun to see. Yeah, I think it was a, a good learning experience. I did some background work when I lived in Los Angeles on a couple things, including uh, my friend Dan's pilot uh, for uh, the television and then for, uh, for a couple shows. Uh, related, charmed, and the West Wing. And I'll tell you what, I learned from those experiences that I would rather take a pencil out, sharpen it, and shove it in my eye, any background work again. Weeks? Right. Oh, hi. Well, that's a lot of things. Yeah, Marty. <laughs> you can hear me, man? I can hear your mind. Good Lord, what the fuck was that? I have no idea. I got, I like knocked off and then I called back like a trillion times and it was busy. And then I got Rock Talk Radio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we back, we back in the building, man. We back, man. We joyride and we joyride. We joyride now, baby. There seems to be something wrong, not only with Rock Talk Radio, but with my internet as well. So, oh, God, what the hell is happening? Let me just see if the audio clips will work. Okay. Well, we're good now, though. We're good now. I can hear you. Yeah. The mains are back. I probably got up my anus somehow. <laughs> okay. There we go. Let me see. But you probably got up my stuff. anus somehow. <laughs> oh, there's like a delay. Can I go? Can I go? Can I go, please? Can I go? <laughs> oh my god alright Weeks well that fucking sucked um, but hey we're, we're back and what were we talking about oh oh, I said rather than do extra work on a television series again I'd rather take a pencil out sharpen it and shove it in my eye <laughs> oh that's awful it, it, was, it was a lot of standing around for this video and um it really looked disorganized to me, but uh, it looked like there were six guys, four of which were absolutely doing nothing and texting on their phones, <laughs> two of which were not giving any directions or thought they were giving directions. It didn't sound controlled at all. But then I saw the finished product. It looked amazing. So I guess chaos is good. 
<laughs> I guess they knew what they were doing in the end, huh? That's right. That's right. I can't. I can't crack on them if uh, you know the finished product is uh, quality. Yeah, you ain't never lie. Uh, well, you know, speaking of chaos, it's that time of the show that we like to hear duets from the Batman of the 1960s and Bane. So <laughs> yeah, what do you sure. say we hear the Family Ties theme song sung by both of those minds, minds? That would sound amazing. All right, let's see if it'll play. I bet we've been together for a million years. And I bet we'll be together for a million more. It's like I started breathing on the night we kissed. And I, I can't remember, remember what I ever did before. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can't love each other through. What would we do, baby, without us? Sha-la-la-la. What a lovely singing voice. Yeah. That was, wow, that, that was actually really good. I thought it was a lovely duet. Without us. That was actually from another podcast, a uh, very popular one called Hollywood Babylon on the Modco Internet Radio Network. So, uh, Go check that out. Um, the the man doing Bane was Silent Bob himself. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that was pretty good. I thought that was you, actually. <laughs> no, nah, man, I can't do it like that. I just do Grandma Bane my mind. <laughs> Grandma Bane my <laughs> That's a better character, Grandma Bane my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's more evil, though. <laughs> and she likes chocolates. Yes. Truffles. What? Huh? Truffles. Truffles. What are you, Fogarty? <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> Dude, I've, I've lost my place with everything now. I don't have my... I, I need to get... Oh, God. Will the... Will my, see, my internet won't even load. I need to get our, the list of what we were doing, what we were talking about tonight. It won't even load here. <laughs> That's not good, man. I know. What the fuck? All right. Well, hopefully my Jamalia will will load shortly. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right. So you had a great week. You shot a music video. Who did you take to the Kings of Leon concert? <laughs> well, there it goes. Uh, I was just I was gonna bring my buddy. Oh boy. Man, too hot for TV, but um. I wound up going with my uh, father. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that's all right. I thought you were going to say you went alone. No, no. I went with my father. He he actually bought the tickets, so I thought it was only right to uh, go with him. So, yeah, he actually he liked it, but then he started falling asleep at one point. So <laughs> I was like, um, 
No, no, you can't fall asleep at a King of Leon concert. Come on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can fall asleep at a King of Leon. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Good kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Wait, I think I almost found my uh, my list. My list of things. But by the way, we we totally have listeners that were 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 really fucking their shit up. <laughs> Nice. They're gonna love this even more. <laughs> I I really hope I can go back and edit this this whole ordeal out of here. Um, what else is going on? Oh, hey, have you noticed that like everyone and their mother is walking around in the same jacket lately? I noticed that too. It's the same nasty old black jacket. <laughs> no, if they all have. The uh, Canadian Goose logo on them. I never even heard of this company, and then all of a sudden, everybody has them. Why? Why oh, is this my... happening? What? What is so great about these jackets? I don't know. Maybe it's just that people want to look like each other, so they can't differentiate between each person. I don't even know. I, uh, a Canadian Goose? That sounds terrible. Who wants a Goose <laughs> on those jackets? You know, I'd, I'd want something else, like a balloon or something on my jacket. <laughs> Why would you want a balloon <laughs> on your jacket? I don't know. They're fun. Balloons are really fun. You can pop them. You can blow them up. You can let them fart around and fly around. And, and you could go in a balloon, too, if they're big enough. <laughs> are you saying that birds are not fun? Oh, oh. Birds are not fun at all. Birds are nightmares with wings. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? The day of the video shoot, uh, uh, Monday, I was walking down the street uh, because I was uh, picking up some pizza for the rest of the crew. uh, Where? What pizza? I I went to uh, a place called Aladdin Pizza. It's on Crown. Oh, God. You know where this is? Is it like on House Street? It is. It's kind of near Bar. Okay, yeah. And uh, I was walking down the street. I see Andrew Serrano with his class. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did Speaking did you run her, or did you say hello? It was the most. It was kind of an awkward encounter. It was like he was with his class and I was walking with four pizza boxes. We're across the street from each other and we're just looking at each other for like. 30 seconds before we both kind of recognize each other. And then he's like, wait. And he's like, I'm like, Jesus. And we just stand there for like a minute. And neither of us walks across the street to kind of like further the conversation. And then we just walk away. <laughs> wait, hold on. You just did weeks and Jesus. And, and did you even start towards him or no? No, neither of us. I was thinking about it very hard. But uh, we both did not take any steps toward each other's direction. Because I had pieces in my box, stuff, you know, a box what? in my hand. I, and, uh, and, he, and he had, like, 30 kids that were, like, right behind him. He was chaperoning, I guess, a walk down the street or something. <laughs> it was a very awkward encounter. Um, but he did text me later uh, that night. So, you know, and we're, we're going to make plans to see each other when I'm back in town. But... It was awkward and fun at the same time. <laughs> well, speaking of awkward and fun, do you know what time it is? Oh, my God. It's the Hot Mess Awards? 
they're in their what mid thirties and they've been together like twenty some years. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So I guess she just you know wasn't taking too kindly to him sticking his hand up other women's cracks while you know taking selfies and stuff. So you gotta watch that, you know. I mean, you gotta watch that selfie routine, especially if you do it in front of a mirror. You know the picture I'm talking about, right? No, what are you talking about? It's a photo that is of Robin and this other young, sort of gorgeous blonde woman. And I don't. It seems like it's a selfie, but someone may have actually been taking the picture. But it just has that feel to it. And, you know, it just looks like a uh, crazed fan sort of having her picture taken with, you know, the hot throb music man of the moment. Until you see behind them, and there's a full-length mirror, and he has literally got his hand up her crack. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, the fact that they've been together since high school makes it so much more sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it is. Good. It's like uh, it's like the whole Tay Diggs and Adina Menzel. You know, all these all these couples that no one thought were breaking up are all breaking up. No, no one can yeah. seem to survive anymore. That's true. No, no. <laughs> but apparently, he's canceled three shows now or four shows, yeah. and has she's filming a movie in Canada, and he has flown there, and he's you know begging to be taken back, but. So at this point, she's not having anything. I think they'll patch it up. I mean, God, they've been together for so long. You know, unless finally, so. just, unless finally she just reached that point, you know, and that's a lot of people go through that, but women more often than not, you know, who realize that they've gone from family to being married and they've never really experienced any anything resembling freedom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's where she's at, too. Who knows? No more hands cracked. And no. it's surrounded out. Surrounded out, and this goes to one of my good hot messes because I loved him as a bad hot mess. Howard Stern, for years, has ridden Kathy Lee and the Giffords and the family and made fun of their kids from the time they were like little. I mean, he's been doing this for 20 years, like just ripping her apart for no apparent reason other than just she's an easy target. I mean, she does make it easy. Right. For you to like one of her ones, because she sort of ripped all the time herself. Well, apparently he ran into her at a function a couple years ago, went out of his way to like spend some time with her, and in the last year has apologized profusely, recounted like the error of his ways and how you know he was really just doing it for the shock value and because mm-hmm. it was funny, and, and basically saying it's just like too easy to be able to stomp on somebody like that, and he's learned a valuable lesson from that. So, Aww. you know, I had to trip my hat to him because, I, I mean, I think that's what we all knew, especially going back to the, you know, the film of his life, the bio. You, you really right, got to feel like that there, is, that there is a soft side to the megalomaniac, and that it's, it's shtick. I mean, he's a comedian. It's a comic routine he's doing, you know, four or five hours a day and live on the air, so... Right. I thought, yeah. that was, I thought that was good. That was a good hot mess. Good hot mess. Nice. And I, I I love Howard. He's one of my favorite Letterman guests. But you're, all these uh, shock jocks at some point tend to get in some trouble. I'm a star from Star and Buck Wild. 
I guess when you're on the air for however many hours a day and your whole job is to shock people, you're going to say some stupid shit. Right, and I mean, you know, we got to also remember he was sort of the original at that, too, so. Right, yeah. He had to be, and God knows he did take it farther than anybody. I mean, you remember the porn tapes and everything back in the 90s? Ooh, yeah. What did he you do know, in the 90s with pornography? He was in porn? Well, well, he used to have a lot of strippers and stuff on, and they started making yeah. specials, pay-per-view specials. You know, the people were paying thirty nine ninety five to tune into on New Year's Eve to see a bunch of, you know, naked ladies and women with super giant tits and people shoot ping pong balls out there for JJs and shit. You know, <laughs> he was putting it out there. He was making a circus of it. And laughing yeah. all the way to the bank. Yeah. You ain't yep. never lie. <laughs> all right, fellas, are you lubed, lubed up? And I'm lubed up. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I've been right. losing for about an hour, actually. Oh. Right, so open the joke off. Yeah, mine. <laughs> Wait a second. Something's going to happen. I think. <laughs> Hold on. Technical issue. Oh, all right. Jacking off first will be me. Arizona Governor Jan Brewer is likely to veto the anti-gay legislation. Oh, she just did. She just vetoed the anti-gay legislation. Yeah. SB 1062 that would allow businesses to discriminate against gay people on the basis of religious freedom. No law, however, has passed on being able to discriminate against United States presidents at airports for being black. Waka waka. That's a good one. The other night on CNN, Anderson Cooper demolished Arizona State Senator Al Melvin for backing the anti-gay legislation pending in Arizona. I mean verbally, you perv stick. (laughs) (laughs) A couple from Dominica faked a ski team for the Olympics. The only reason people believed them as skiers, they were white. (laughs) 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 A Michigan man accidentally shot and killed himself in his home this week while teaching his girlfriend about gun safety. It seems he put three guns to his head and pulled the trigger. (laughs) The third one went off. This marked the first time a gunshot has killed anyone in Michigan, all in about the last five minutes. (laughs) And the last time I shot my gun three times, the only things that died... For my little tadpole looking baby makers. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it stretch you out, but Jesus, come on. <laughs> Weak, you love these these jokes about death, don't you? Uh, and murder and yes. Michael Vick. Yeah, okay. Early I do, yes. I, I think they were quite, <laughs> quite humorous, especially the guy who shot himself. Who puts a gun yeah. up to the head three times and shoots himself like that? That, that doesn't make any sense. Who does While that? demonstrating gun safety. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Republicans criticized Chuck Hagel for proposing to shrink the military down 
to its smallest size in 74 years. Also down to its smallest size in 74 years, Strom Thurmond's dick. <laughs> that is a dead man you're talking about, Weeks. The fire, the yep. fire, That's some dead dick. <laughs> Former Napster CEO and Facebook president Sean Parker warned of a pending Nazi overhaul of our values. Everyone thought he was kidding, and then they remembered Ted Nugent. Ted <laughs> <laughs> Scratch Fever. Uh, he's Kathleen Sebelius has been attempting to distance the Obama administration from its lofty Obamacare sign-up goals, much in the same way as Obamacare distanced itself for months from most people trying to sign up for Obamacare. It's very Escher-esque how it keeps folding back in on itself. <laughs> yeah. You can just keep going and going and going. <laughs> Fox News says Andrew Napolitano Monday night suggested President Lincoln should not have encouraged the Civil War, but let slavery die a slow, natural death. Apparently, he didn't have a problem with actual slaves dying violent, unnatural deaths. No, didn't have a problem with Boo. that. I, I agree. Boo. Nope, nope, nope. All right, now stick with me on this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Connecticut Governor Daniel Malloy mm-hmm. called Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal's remarks opposing the minimum wage hike the most insane thing he had ever heard. Jindal said that by raising the minimum wage to $10.10 an hour, we are waving the white flag of surrender. Really, Governor Malloy? Those are the most insane Republican comments the Democrat governor had heard. Does legitimate rape ring a bell? We have a winner. You said uh, Governor Bobby Genitals, it sounded like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you know the Indian that they that they call the colored guy. I love that. They think he's black down there. They're so ignorant. Who said that? Huh? Who said that? The folks down in Louisiana. They thought they oh elected a, a colored guy. Jesus. Oh man. Yeah. In Herkimer County, New York, Michael Jones and Reed Fontaine were arrested for misdemeanor sexual misconduct after Jones filmed Fontaine while he had to have sex with several cows. Fortunately, these cows' flatulence exploded Reed's cock right off. <laughs> Did you see the pictures of those two guys? Oh, my yeah. God. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, talk about deer in the headlights. Uh, well, or not, deer not, inside not a deer's anus, anus, maybe. Not even the deer would go near that cow. Angelina <laughs> 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 Jolie said that pitching her new film, Unbroken, to Hollywood execs 
was the hardest thing she's ever had to do. Surprisingly, it wasn't ch- chopping her tits off. Oh. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now, talk about a trip down memory lane. Crispin Glover said he was dissatisfied with the ending of Back to the Future franchise in which he starred as George McFly. Another thing he was dissatisfied with, the ending of July 28, 1987. <laughs> I love that. I, uh, I didn't yeah. know if anyone would get it, but I love that joke. I got yeah. it. Good. I'm glad you both got it. <laughs> Former presidential candidate Mitt Romney tweeted to Arizona Governor Jan Brewer encouraging her to veto State Bill 1062, which would allow businesses in the state to decline services to customers because of their sexual orientation. He then donated thousands of dollars to anti-same-sex marriage organizations. Uh... <laughs> How he does that, Mitt. Just for good measure. Yep. Three Arizona state senators who helped push through the anti-gay piece of legislation that Weeks was just talking about are now urging Governor Jan Brewer to veto the bill, which she just has, saying the negative national attention it is drawing is hurting the state. They, however, did not cite the negative fucking attention they themselves were giving the gay people. (laughs) Yep. That's true. We're on a roll here with Arizona Senators John McCain and Jeff Fleck have repeatedly urged Governor Jan Brewer to veto this same bill. If she doesn't veto the bill by Saturday's deadline, the two have vowed to wave their cocks in her face next time she arrives at the airport. Their cocks (laughs) will be hard and touching each other just for good measure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gross. Yeah. Uh, Go to the airport and the sword fight breaks out. (laughs) I saw a guy on the subway with two swords last night, and he just got on the subway, and, you know, nobody gave a shit. But I'm I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking in my head, Jonathan and Thomasy, I'm thinking right now. I'll be scared to death, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The true story behind Steve McQueen's film, 12 Years a Slave, will now be taught in high school history classes. This is not to be confused with what some teachers in Florida are teaching, 12 Inches I Crave. That was a really good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Next Thursday's Conservative Political Action Conference will include speeches by only three women, including Sarah Palin, Tea Party Patriots President Jenny Beth Martin, and Bruce Shetta Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Taylor. A a convicted killer, kidnapper, and rapist will be the fourth person to be executed in Missouri in four months. You could say when it comes to executions, Missouri's really killing it. (laughs) (laughs) Professional golfer Steve Elkington made an emasculating joke about openly gay potential NFL draft pick Michael Sam by saying Sam was leading the handbag throw. 
I really feel like I should remind Steve Elkington that he plays fucking golf. <laughs> yep. In the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> now, bear with me, because every time I try to say this name, I just get tongue-tied and all kinds of shit happens. <laughs> Annapolis, Maryland, police chief, Michael... <laughs> shit. Michael, Michael Fist. Michael Fist Poop. Why don't we just make him Rift Poop? Michael Rift Poop cited a satirical article published in the Daily Current. When he argued the decriminalization of marijuana by saying 37 people died in Colorado the first day it was legalized. Unfortunately, no one corrected him. As the stoners he was lecturing only responded with, what? <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> Kardashian yes. is wearing a plunging top on the cover of April's Cosmopolitan magazine. The last time I saw a Kardashian plunge was when I seen Ray J plunge it to Kimmy. This week, Ben and Jerry's released new flavors, including salted caramel, that's my jam, peanut butter fudge, and hazed and confused. Some flavors that didn't make the cut, duck butter sundae, maple mucus marshmallow munchies, and fecal frankfurter twist. (laughs) That's very creative. <laughs> oh, gross, and, gross. And there, there was one more. There was one more. What was that? Bruce, that is Sunday sauce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the duck butter Sunday. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. I asked for duck butter at a restaurant one time, and mm. uh, my, my friend was the waiter, so uh, I'm not sure if he put it in or not. A man tweeted at Domino's Pizza's UK Twitter Hello, I've just made love to one of your pizzas and burnt my penis severely (laughs) Oh, honey, you didn't tell me you were back in London (laughs) 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 Sorry, (laughs) Fogarty Isn't that where you found that toaster? Yes Huh? Toaster you've been missing was in London, too yeah. <laughs> Robin yeah, Nick. It, it, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. You 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 had me a thick. Uh, <laughs> Robin Thick and Paula Patton are calling it... <laughs> you had me a thick. Are calling it quits after being together since high school. Thick made a Hail Mary trip to Vancouver on Friday to win back his wife on location of her next film. However, Patton wasn't fond of Thick's strategy as he pleaded with her by saying, Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. Baby, no, the world doesn't seem to be living up to your dreams. But I'm lost without you. <laughs> yeah! Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Take him back. <laughs> Take him back. Aaron Hernandez has allegedly beaten up a fellow inmate in prison. Big surprise. The guards trying to stop him, 
but he murdered them too. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love this one. Because you got to go with the visual on it, and you got to just wonder what these two women must have looked like. A receipt <laughs> of Richmond, Virginia Burger King had the words bitch ass hose on it, which the grandmother and her daughter in law who had purchased the meal. I would feel bad for those ladies, but anyone who eats at Burger King is pretty much a bitch ass hoe. <laughs> <laughs> threatened a fan on Jimmy Kimmel Live the other night after a fan made a request. He told the audience member he'd see him in hell. Now, that two-minute exchange was better than the entirety of Taking Two, that piece of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Pickens, South Carolina woman Kayla Michelle Finley was arrested last week for not returning a J-Lo video to the now- Closed Dalton videos in 2005. Are you kidding me? Well, that reminds me. I got to get me to Blockbuster to return Flaming Queens to the Dungeon. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What? It turns out people committed suicide on an average of once a week last year by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, the second most AIDS in Atlantic City. Incidentally, this is where Ryan and I went to lose our souls. Come on, baby. Don't you want to come up there? <laughs> wow. Hi, I'm Foxy. Oh, God. No, please no. Please no. <laughs> in Orlando, Illinois. What did you say, Fogarty? That good a titty bar, huh? <laughs> I was assaulted. I was assaulted. We was severely violated in that bar. Yeah? Yes. By a Chevalier? Yes. Her hands were wet where no hands should go. Wow. Wait, she had no hands? No, she hit me. Remember, she hit me. She hit me. <laughs> and she tickled, and she kept pinching you and tickling you. <laughs> she kept pinching, tickling me, grabbing me, and then she hit me after I didn't, uh, you know, listen to her. She wanted me to go upstairs. She wanted to take me hostage. She said, well, to "Where me, were you sticking? Where were you what? sticking the dollar bills?" <laughs> what? I have no idea. <laughs> she said to Weeks, "I want to take you upstairs," and then she said to Ken next to him, "I want to take you downstairs." So I don't know what her deal was. I don't know what was the upstairs and what was the downstairs. I don't know. I don't think they even worked there. I don't think she was really worked there. Oh, my God. That's even scarier then. (laughs) Well, she was a lazy-ass bitch. She was going to fuck both of them at the same time, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bitch-ass hoe. She was going to have one up, one down, and double the money. Oh, man. And then go to Burger King. (laughs) Smart businesswoman. Wow. An Orland Park, Illinois couple is charged with having sex in the back of a cab and refusing to pay the driver. Boy, talk about a free ride. Wow, wow, wow. 
Anybody got time for that? <laughs> a 58-year-old Florida woman is behind bars for misusing 911 after calling the emergency number when a police officer refused to have sex with her. Apparently, she misheard someone who yelled out, Call the cops! And... <laughs> Uh, A theater teacher, Kelly Burgess, in Newport, South Wales, is charged with four counts of sexual activity with a boy between the ages of 13 and 17. I'm sorry. I'm just shocked. This fucking story ain't come from Florida? Well, it turns out Burgess was researching for her role as Mrs. Robinson in... The Graduate, the musical. Yeah. Sixty-year-old suburban Detroit woman, Donna Servo, has been charged with first-degree murder in the slaying of her adult son, who's dismembered body was found in trash bags along two rural roadways. In her defense, she said, well, he kept refusing to take out the trash, so I did it. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> terrible, terrible. That is terrible. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> the Portland Hotel Society of Vancouver, an organization that attempts to rehabilitate addicts, has begun to teach alcoholics how to brew their own beer after the success of their crack pipe vending machines so that they don't drink more extreme alcoholic beverages like rubbing alcohol. Its first <laughs> customer, Toronto Mayor Rob Ford. Rob Ford! Gotta love it. <laughs> A Philadelphia man, Darren Stinson, was arrested February 18th after allegedly threatening to shoot people. Boy, talk about shooting the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nearly 1,400 lifers in California's prisons have been released over the past three years in a sharp turnaround in a state where murderers and others sentenced to life with the possibility of parole almost never got out. Since taking office three years ago, Governor Jerry Brown has affirmed 82% of the parole board decisions, resulting in a number of inmates with life sentences going free. You might say these California convicted murderers are really killing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not, not Charlie Manson. Ooh. No, not him. He's still so he never killed anyone, right? It was always those ladies and the guys. Well, she yeah, milked. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a woman pleaded guilty to throwing her kitten in the microwave for more than a minute because she thought it attacked her goldfish. Damn. I didn't know you could trade pussy for fish. <laughs> <laughs> the first yeah. night in the United States for a family of Japanese tourists ended with the parents being pulled from their rental car by the police at gunpoint with their young son watching after the confusion about American traffic laws set off a high-speed pursuit in southern Utah. Could have been over a lot more quickly if the fucking family would have just stopped taking pictures. Gosh! 
Just take that and hold that. I'm so close, Daddy. Take one more picture. <laughs> <laughs> and then the 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 Fogarty has dropped off. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. So so weeks. Let me just look at my uh my my list of shit we didn't get to tonight. Uh, so um. You know, there, there's a, a podcast that I was listening to the other day hosted by Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter from uh, from Stella and Wet Hot American Summer. You know those guys? I, I definitely know Michael Ian Black. I think he's hilarious, yeah. Okay. You know, they're, they're the kind of guy that, that they're kind of like, they're kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know? <laughs> So, uh, I, I, they were discussing life and dreams and whether the reality that we think we're living in could possibly be a dream, or maybe not. There was a moment in the podcast that I found quite disturbing, as I believe these two to be friends. So I'm going to play that for you and get your reaction. As I speak to you right now, yes. I'm, I'm in a hotel in New York City, okay. and I'm on the 15th floor. Who's to say I can't walk over to the window right now, open it, Jump out and fly. Nobody. Right. You should do it. Well. <laughs> I mean, I was very disturbed by that. What do you think? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that is very disturbing, but it's so hilarious. It's more hilarious than it is disturbing. I think it's great. I think it's great. What if he jumped out the window for his friend's advice? <laughs> that would make it even funnier. <laughs> he would die. I know, I know. If he died, then it wouldn't be so funny. But until the point, until he fell on the ground, it would be funny. <laughs> All right, what do you say we play that one more time? Let's do it. All right. As I speak to you right now, yes. I'm, I'm in a hotel in New York City. Okay. And I'm on the 15th floor. Who's to say I can't walk over to the window right now, open it, jump out, and fly? Nobody. Right? You should do it. Well. <laughs> what do you think? You think that dreams, you think we're living in a dream and that maybe our dreams are the actual reality? Oh, my God. That's a deeper question. Oh my God, that's a very deep question. Um, <laughs> I think there's other dimensions of time, but I think I think we're in the here and now, and uh, we're not in a dream. When you die, you actually die, and uh, you know. I think the question really is reflective of: Is there an afterlife? Is there something beyond? Uh, I think there is. Yes. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> And uh, the, 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 what's it call it? Uh, oh, dreams. You know what I find is, you know, the dreams are interesting, especially when there's a monster at the end of them. Oh, oh my goodness. 24 hours of staring at these DBZs. 
Oh my God! It was, that's a, a, wow! What a scene! What a scene! What a show! Twenty-four hours of staring at DVDs. Does he say that? Uh, well, I I, uh, I looked it up. It's fourteen hours, and he says DBZs. I think I think it's dead bodies for short in police terms. Oh. Now, did you see uh, in, in news anchor, uh, entertainment reporter, rather, in Los Angeles, California, um, he got Samuel L. Jackson confused with Lawrence Fishburne. Did you see this? I did see that. I saw that, yes. I did. All right. So let's just uh, let's play a little bit of that clip, and uh, we'll get your, your reaction. We'll play it for the folks who haven't heard it yet. Okay. Uh, I, I tell you what, you working for Marvel, the Super Bowl commercial, did you get a lot of reaction to that Super Bowl commercial? What Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> oh, you know what? I've been, my mistake. I, you know see what? what? See, you're, you're as crazy as the people on Twitter. Right. I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> That's my fault. Oh, oh, I know boy. that. That was my fault. Uh, my mistake. You know what? We don't all look alike. <laughs> you're exactly right. all black and famous. You are guilty. I am, I, I am guilty. Um, you're I am busted. I am guilty. He thought you were Bob Dylan. Right. You're the entertainment reporter? I know. You're the entertainment reporter for this station? And you don't know the difference between me and Lawrence Fishburne? My, my mistake, uh, my mistake, I apologize. Uh, really, my big mistake. Let's talk about... That must be uh, a very short line for your job. I'll say, no, <laughs> it probably would not be hard to get another person to sit right here. Let's talk about Robocop. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> he keeps on trying to get back to Robocop. It's, oh, hell no. <laughs> That was great. I, I did see it. It was very funny. Um, the guy made a huge mistake. Sam Jackson made him pay for it and made it, and made it funny as hell. And, um, you know, and uh, hopefully that guy still has a job. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure he does. He's been around forever. Uh, some some people really fucking hate that guy, too. Like, I, I heard... Uh, I heard the clip on also on Hollywood Babylon, Kevin Smith's co-host, Ralph Garman, um, was like, what a useless, fat piece of shit that guy is. He, like, hates that guy. And he loved, He said that Samuel L. Jackson in that moment delivered, like, the best off-the-cuff monologue that he's heard in years. Because when you... When you like, That's the kind of guy you want to do that with. I, I think he's angry, but he's, like, coming across as really comical and hitting him hard. He, he not only hits him hard for the racism or, or, the, or the prejudice factor, but he's a hard this guy can't even do his job right. I mean, that's more important, I think. You know, the, the fact that this guy is an entertainment reporter didn't even know the difference between the two of them. That's terrible. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea what the hell you just said. It just sounded like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Sorry, I got emotional there. Um, you know how these, I thought you said DVDs before, but apparently you were talking about dead bodies, you morbid fucks. But you know how they always do the, oh, you should get this DVD, special edition has all these deleted scenes. I say, why not delete the whole thing? You might as well. You don't need it. You might as well delete it, right? Why not? Because if the deleted scenes are the best thing about it, then you delete the whole thing. The value goes way up, I think. I agree, actually. Why not delete the entire movie and just keep the deleted scenes? Why not that? 
<laughs> but they're already deleted. Yeah, you're right. Actually, you know, if they were already if they were meant to be deleted, then they should have stayed that way. So to re-delete the entire disc and don't even watch it. Just wait for it to watch uh, come on TV. I would be so happy if I went to go get a new DVD and uh, the, and everything on the the DVDs in there was just deleted. So I go in and it's just blank. <laughs> that is like the gold 50th anniversary edition to me. <laughs> My friend did that to uh, uh, a mutual friend once. He basically tried into you know, uh, he traded a uh, DVD for a video game. So he traded this guy for his video game and he gave him a DVD that was basically a fake. It was like he turned it on, I think it was a cartoon, and he was expecting like the Godfather. And so it was like, and, and uh, you know, they never kind of reconciled after that. They never kind of traded back or anything like this bad. He didn't like it so much. <laughs> he didn't laugh at the joke? He did laugh at the joke, but then when my friend didn't kind of trade it back, he didn't really like like it too much. <laughs> uh we have a question from Nicole on Facebook who asks, how's the record collection coming along? I'll tell you, Nicole, that I went to the Whole Foods in Brooklyn the other day on 3rd and 3rd, and I uh, got the new Panic at the Disco album on vinyl, and I, I very much enjoy listening to Brendan Urie's sexy voice on vinyl. Um, John Weeks, uh, the, 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 would, would you have sex on a film? Sex on a film? Oh my! Yes. Would you have oh sex my. on a film? Oh my! You were asking all the deep questions tonight. Didn't uh, <laughs> I mean, a private film, yeah. So you're talking about like a movie that's going to be seen by other people? No, not in a film. On a film. Oh, on a film. Yeah, I've done that before. I've I've been in a room like full of uh, videotapes and film. Yeah, I've done that. I've done the nasty in a film room. You 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 gave her a, a special dose of vitamin D. <laughs> yes, yes, I gave her the D. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this? I can't tell you. Girls never tell. What? what do you mean you can't tell? It was on a film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. You should be a detective, <laughs> a true detective. <laughs> um, so, you, you know, uh, by the way, I completely have uh, forgotten that uh, we need to pay some bills. Uh, John Weeks, do you like, uh, do you like, uh, do you like going to the post office? Uh, not really. I, I kind of hate the post office. The post office makes me go postal sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all you have to do to avoid going to the post office and getting the soul sucked out of you like we did at Babes, that night in Atlantic City, uh, what you can do is go to blazingryeradio.com. There will be a special offer on the bottom of the screen from stamps.com. Uh, you'll get the best deals if you go through us. That's blazingryeradio.com, B-L-A-Z-I-N-R-Y, radio.com. Click on the banner for stamps.com. You can get stamps delivered right to your door, right to your office, unless you work where I work, or, uh, you know, to your friend's office. Um, and uh, you, you'll never have to go through the soul-sucking, heart-wrenching, mind-numbing ordeal of waiting in line 
in one of the most miserable places on the face of the planet, the post office. So we have your solution. You never have to go again. Uh, and then, you know, um, what you do is you fry a whole potato and eat it like a hot apple. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm stealing a lot of these weird lines from other podcasts this week, so I apologize to... Uh, Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins, Kevin Smith, Ralph Garman, uh, Michael Ian Black, and Michael Showalter. I sincerely apologize. Um, <laughs> none of the jokes, though. All the jokes were original. Um, so, and, uh, you know, we, did you remember to turn your clocks down? I did, but I broke my clock in the process, so now I, I need to get a new clock. <laughs> Got to get a new clock. Turn, remember to turn your clocks down, everyone. Tonight's the night. Turn your clocks down. And so what, uh, what we does that mean? Wanted to ask turn you. your clock. <laughs> what? So what does that mean to turn your clocks down? I think it's play pretty it simple. It's pretty straightforward. Turn your clocks down. Uh, you're right. You're right. Sorry, I know nothing about time. You have to turn it down. Turn it all down. You know about time if it's turned back, though. How do you turn it back? You have a song about it. Oh, that's very true. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way. Keep going. Uh, I don't remember the rest. Sonson had a great quotation on the Facebook the other night. Sonson, our friend Sonson, Sonson Sai from our Chinese class, where John Weeks lied and said he went to Dartmouth. Uh, Sonson said, Almost another fight at the gym tonight. Stupid-ass immature guys. Otherwise, good time grabbing the Polish balls. What do you think he means by that? <laughs> what does that mean? I think Thompson is out of his damn mind. Uh, he's playing too much volleyball over there. And uh, his post is just the same thing every night. Playing ball with balls. Playing volleyball. Playing with balls. Playing with balls. He does. And now I they're Polish. I can't, I can't blame him, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, you know, we'll talk about that in the next show. But the, the whole playing with Polish balls, what the fuck is he talking about? Are volleyballs from Poland? Or is he playing with the Polish guy's ball? I don't, I don't think so. I, think <laughs> I don't think so either. Po- I, I have no idea what he's talking Pol- is, What is from Poland anyways? I don't even know what is good for I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you notice that most of the jokes in the joke off tonight, the setup was much funnier than the punchline? Like the actual story was much funnier. I agree with than that. I agree with that. I think we've become, <laughs> you guys have become so good at delivering the joke that it's overwhelming the actual joke. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying the, 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 not the way we told them. Just the, the 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 stories in themselves were just so amazing. Oh and crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those stories were insane. I mean, oh my God, who who kills their son? Didn't one of them kill their son because he didn't take out the trash? That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, that was a joke. But she she oh, killed her, you know, cut up her son and put him in trash bags. And isn't that so scary that I'm kind of fixing up realities that uh, things like that even happen today? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, it is super scary. Um, it is. You know, it's, it's just it's a very crazy world. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you saw that guy with two swords on the on the subway, right? I don't know what I would do. I would probably get the hell out of there. <laughs> or challenge him to a fight. I, <laughs> with what? <laughs> My messenger bag? <laughs> I mean, the thing is that, you know, usually when I see guys with two swords, it's a good thing. <laughs> that's not that's not true. It's like that guy on the Reddit who had the two dicks. That's no good. Oh, that guy was that guy's out of out of his mind. <laughs> I mean it's not his fault, he was born that way. You know, like Lady Gaga. That's true. Lady Gaga. Lady Goo Goo. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Now listen, John, we last time that you were on, which incidentally was two weeks ago. Um, I know. You, you said that you don't think it's the last time we're going to hear from Mousy's friend, Corey, who she murdered. Now, what mm-hmm. happened next in the Corey Mousy saga? Okay. All right. Uh, you're going to have to sit down for this, everybody. Um, <laughs> well, the last time, last in the uh, saga was uh, Mousy, of course, being her selfish, self-absorbed, arrogant self. Um, she she had a party again. Only this was a party for one, and uh, she didn't invite anybody over. She nobody was cool enough to party with her, so she didn't invite any of her fellow bitches or anything like that. Um, <laughs> she just turned up her speakers real loud, um, and she was playing some Panic at the Disco. She's big into Brandon Yuri as well. Brandon and, and uh, You're right. <laughs> And she started humping the speaker as it's pulsating with the noise. And oh, that's what I do when I hear his voice, too. And, just, and she crapped all over the speaker. <laughs> uh, and then... Did it break the speaker? It, it did not break the speaker. Something very strange happened when she did that. Um, immediately, her Panic Disco music turned off. And another sound came on the radio, and what she told me, she thought it was Corey, his voice. And um, it's a, he said something like this, in this kind of voice. I'll get you laughing next time. And that, that was the end. I mean, now she was so scared, she left the house. And she cracked on the carpet again, but uh, she left the house, and, uh, you know, that's she's scared for her life right now. She thinks she heard a ghost. <laughs> oh, now I feel like I felt after that True Detective episode where they had that great cliffhanger with the monster at the end, and then the next episode where the fuck's the monster? You know, last time you had this great cliffhanger about uh, you know Corey maybe coming back from the dead. And then all we get this time is, is you know, the same shit as last time about maybe he's coming back. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is all I have to report. You know, this is this <laughs> actually went down minutes ago. Minutes ago? What? It happened minutes ago. Minutes ago? <laughs> minutes. minutes ago? Say that five times fast. Five times. Try it five times fast. Minutes go, 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 minutes go. 
Minutes ago, minutes ago, minutes ago, minutes ago, minutes ago. <laughs> All right, one time together on three. One, two, three. Minutes ago, 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 minutes my favorite scene is she's the great film, I think, and I think it's over it, it eclipses the greatness of the departed. Um what's the film again? Dead in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, made the bank. And here's the quote: and she does a phenomenal job as this kind of old immigrant who's facing a wave, a tide of new immigration to the country of different minorities and ethnicities, and he's hell-bent on keeping his power even to his death. Everything you see belongs to me, to one degree or another. The beggars and newsboys and quick thieves here in paradise. The sailor dives and gin mills and blind tigers on the waterfront, the anglers and the amusers, the sheehees and the winks. Everybody owes, everybody pays. Because that's how you stand up against the rising of a tide. Mulberry Street and Worth, cross and orange and little water, each of the five points is a finger. When I close my hand, it becomes a fist, and if I wish, I can turn it against you any time I'd like. My father gave his life making this country what it is. Murdered by the British with all his men on the 25th of July, Anno Domini, 1814. Do you think I'm going to help you but follow his legacy by giving this country over to them who's had no hand in the fighting for it? Why? Because they come off a boat crawling with lice and begging you for soup? And that's my favorite scene. She's the man that puts your brain in the mind of the you said methamphetamines. <laughs> And what's your favorite scene? She's the man my picture, man my mind. My favorite scene is she's the man with my mind's mind is when she did something called Never Scared in 2004, and she dressed in all black, and she was wearing like a leather jacket and a black undershirt and black pants, and got up there, and she goes, women hate women. You don't get any new girlfriends in this room and girlfriends for 25 years. You put a man between them. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Guys are not like that. Guys actually think that there are fish in the sea. And if a guy introduces his boy to his new girlfriend and then walk away, his boy goes, oh, man, she's nice. I got to give me a girl like that. <laughs> if a woman the man to her girlfriend and they walk away, her girlfriend goes, I got to get him, and I will slit that bitch's throat to do it. Every girl in here got a girlfriend they don't trust around their man. 
every girl. And that's my favorite scene. She's my man with my daughter. Very nice, sir. Very nice. <laughs> I hope that came across as uh, a, a, a halfway decent impression and not as racist. No, that was great. That was an excellent uh, impression. I liked it. Very funny. <laughs> of a mind of mine. Of a mind of mine's mind. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for sticking around, John Weeks. This uh, was wonderful. I'll try and go back and edit that that shit that you fucking pulled earlier. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was twerking, I was twerking too hard. Sorry. <laughs> you, you and Fogarty got to stop twerking your buttocks. Uh, we, we, when we're doing the jerk-off, we got to stop doing the twerk-off, and we got to do the twerk-off <laughs> during the rest of the show. <laughs> um, so uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than, oh, by the way, hey, ch- check out yeah. the show next week uh, at 9 o'clock, Blazing Ride Backstage, Wednesday night. Next week, get us in your ear pussies. Um, Definitely. And, get that in there. Uh, get it. Oh, <laughs> get it in there. Also, hey, uh, we won the Shorty Awards for Comedy and uh, Best Web Show. So congratulations on that, Weeks. Oh, congratulations to you, sir. I mean, uh, you are the reason why we got this, my friend. It's all you, my friend. It's all you. <laughs> it's all it's all three of us. A, a Three Musketeers gone crazy. Cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Three Musketeers were already crazy, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were. I think they we were even crazier, like, though. They D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan's favorite food is Damonite mine. Congratulations, sir. I think that's that's an amazing award. I think that's just a, a shining achievement of what we accomplished and what we will accomplish in the future. Pretty soon world domination is in our hands. <laughs> Did you say Super Bowl? <laughs> yes, I said. Uh, you know, Shorty Awards next, the Super Bowl. <laughs> as long as it's in Arizona, I'm down. <laughs> Damn straight. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, "If it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz." Hit the brakes, Florence. Go record a podcast, everyone, and uh, you know, tell your friend how much you appreciate them a little more and hug him a little tighter tonight. Uh, John Weeks, what are you going to do to that Barbie doll? Oh, my. Well, you're going to dress her up as Martin Lawrence. Then you're going to dress her up as uh, Big Mama and Big Mama's House 2 as Martin Lawrence. Then you're going to dress her up as Lawrence Fishburne. And then you're going to put her in front of the Madame Tussauds Museum, Wax Museum in New York City. And then you're going to dress her as Sidney Jackson. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that would be one weak exhibit if it's just a Barbie standing there. Mad <laughs> Lil compared to them, statues, them lifelike statues. And then, and then you can dress her up as Martin Bashir and bash her. Jail <laughs> <laughs> timer basher, Martin Bashir is a bastard. Remember to turn your clock down. Good night, week. Good night, everybody. Good night, Ron. Oh.